soon to be one championship featherweight sage northcutt how you doing sage how's life right now for you i'm doing good um yeah doing great thanks for having me on no doubt man um let's get right into it uh you fought at welterweight you're going down to featherweight what steps have you taken to uh get your weight lower especially with the hydration test that one championship has well you know for the welterweight uh my last fight was one championship um i was actually going up in weight class two weight classes so um that so getting my weight lower really isn't a problem uh, before i was five and oh in the ufc at that weight class and um it's more my natural weight so i'm excited to fight at featherweight all right now with the quarantine and the lockdowns going on the past couple months has it been difficult for you to eat clean because for everybody else it's got to be difficult for me it's difficult i think i gained like 10 pounds oh no way oh man <laughs> yeah I, i'm always eating pretty clean um, I'll have a cheat meal every now and then, but um, I'm always trying to stay in shape, always trying to get my cardio in and um, eat as clean as possible, of course, especially having food uh, sent to me from Trifecta definitely helps out because all their stuff is super clean. So definitely, definitely sticking with it. Do you have a, a, a nutritionist or someone that helps you on the side, aside from uh, Trifecta? You know, uh, my, my dad has always helped me out with my diet and nutrition okay. uh, since I was a kid. So um, having, having the, I guess the strict eating habits and, and knowing what to eat to recover from training and stuff. Um, he's always helped me out with. So basically it's been ingrained in your minds from a young age then. Pretty much. Yes, sir. Yeah. Since I was about four years old, I, I was doing push-ups and sit-ups every day. Um, five or six years old, I was doing 500, a thousand push-ups and sit-ups every single day and then eating super clean throughout my whole life. So you said you have a cheat meal from, you know, time to time. What is that? What right. is the guilty pleasures? Man, you know what? It's actually, it's actually probably not that bad. Just maybe some high sodium, if you're doing soy sauce. But sushi, I love, I love okay. sushi. That's my cheat meal. So, you, do you have the rice with it? The so, the sushi, is the rice? Oh there? yeah, you know it. I do. Okay. okay, sounds crazy. I'll actually go eat probably like anywhere between like forty to fifty pieces of sushi in one <laughs> sitting. So I eat, I eat quite a bit of sushi. I'll have like eating contests with my friends and my family. I eat a ton. <laughs> You ever check out uh, The Rock when he does his cheat meals? Yes. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> he eats some good stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. You ever done that? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, actually, yeah, I check out his stuff, and I, sometimes I copy what he eats. <laughs> sometimes for cheat meals. All right. Now, yeah. you know, with the injuries that you suffered in your debut last year, were there any uh, obstacles during the recovery? Well, you know, as with any injury, um, as can be ex expected in any sport, um, healing up is definitely a big part of it. So just healing up, um, getting better every single day um, by healing. And um, can't, I can't wait to fighting. I'm so excited. So, of course, uh, anytime you have an obstacle, whether it's good or bad, um, you can take something from it and you can learn from it. And that's what I did. Have you ever, you know, like sit at home and, you know, you can't really do anything because, you know, basically when you fight, you have to have contact. Was there a lot of frustration there, you know, sitting there when you, you know, you, you overthink sometimes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's definitely, definitely could be some frustration because you want to get back out there and start training again or especially right after having uh, an injury or whatever happens. Um, like for me, I was trying to get back in the gym and trying to get going cardio and um, shadow boxing every, every little thing I can or jitsu and um, just, just kind of like. Uh, making sure you don't set yourself back is the biggest thing. Did you feel it in your face when you would shadow box and, and move around, or it, did it not have an effect on you in the beginning? No, you know what? Um, 
uh, it's been a while now. I don't, I don't even care about actually talking about it, but um, of course, anybody that has an injury will, will definitely feel it. But um, but uh, I'm getting better now. You know, there was some criticism about the Cosmo fight. You know, people thought that you were thrown to the lines in your debut. You know, there was a lot of that talk. Uh, was there? What was your reaction to the negativity that people were, you know, bringing on to you? Well, I believe that I guess all those people that say the negative things and anybody that said anything bad about that fight. Of course, people have off days. Um, some of the best fighters and champs in the whole entire world um, will get beat in five seconds flat. Or maybe they go out there and they get knee in the face, like like Ben Askren in the UFC and gets knocked out literally in like five seconds. Or So I can list so many different people, and the, some of the best guys in the world can get beat that quick. So, I mean, people have off days sometimes. Um, making a mistake fighting up to the weight class that big. Even me being hydrated, I'm, I'm still drinking eight, ten pounds of water, which is a, a gallon, gallon and a half, or even two gallons of water, um, hydration tests and stuff like that, and I'm still under the weight without even trying to cut the weight or, or do anything. So, just, sorry, the plane's so loud. Um, I'm outside right now. Uh, yeah, so, so of course, people, people can uh, have criticism, but um, people have off days sometimes, and uh, for me, I believe that my best self is going to come in my next fights, and um, I'm excited to show what I can do out there. Does that ever get inside your head? You know what I mean? You seem like a upbeat guy and, and you're always positive, but I'm pretty sure sometimes you read things and, and it does kind of tick you off a little bit. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. You have to try not to let it. So, uh, I mean, there's, there's always people that are going to say bad stuff, but then you have the people that say good stuff too. So the most you can do is just think about those good things and just think that even the people that are saying negative stuff, they don't know what your training camp was like. They don't know the injuries you might go through. They don't know what you're feeling after the fight. Or maybe them saying something negative is, is driving you for your next fight. So for me, um, I have I have so much drive right now to get back out there and do it better than ever. So um, I feel like I want to go out there and uh, uh, prove to people what I can actually do. Me, me looking at you right now, your face looks exactly the same Thanks. as it was before you fought. So did you yeah. return to full contact training before you were locked down? Because I believe you're in California right now, right? Right. Yes, sir, I am. Uh, not, not yet. I'm waiting... I'm actually waiting to get some more scans done. Um, right now, with the corona, things have been shut down, and it's been kind of, kind of crazy out here in L.A. Um, there's been, like, riots, all sorts of weird stuff that's been going on. But uh, as soon as it kind of clears up, um, I'll be looking forward to getting some more scans and hopefully getting back into some full-contact training. Have you been affected by the, the rioting and, and the protesting, or are you away from that area of the city? You know, um, the, the location I'm at right now um, has super blessed um, – the place I've been at, the house I'm at right now has been okay. Um, but, man, I, I feel so bad for – sorry about that. I was getting a phone call. Uh, I feel so bad for everybody that's that's had stuff going on. And, um, man, you just – I mean, you got to try to love your neighbor. Um, I mean, there's – there's. oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> You're getting so many phone calls. Um, you got to try to love your neighbor. There's there's, there's people out there that, that might do something good or bad, and um doesn't mean everybody's like that. So, I mean, you want to have love and compassion in your heart, and that's for sure. Fighters, you know, they're some of the toughest people in the world mentally, physically. They're competitors. You know, sometimes they get back too soon from an injury before they're right. fully healed, right? So right, the right. quarantine, has it been somewhat of a blessing for you, kind of like keeping you in one location so you don't get into uh, sparring or something on spontaneously? Man, you know what? Uh, I mean, I, I guess you could look at it that way for sure. Obviously, I'm, I'm the kind of person that, Literally, right after I got back from, from Singapore having my fight, 
and um, I'm healing up. It's still getting better and everything. I'm, I'm out there trying to, to go back out there and start doing stuff again. And obviously, that's not a good idea. So I got to heal up. So I can definitely say the blessing for sure. All right. Are you good at uh, with listening to your doctors? Because I know a lot of fighters, they're not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You know, I try my best to listen to doctors. But again, I am I am a fighter and I'm I'm, I'm stoked to get back out there for, for one championship. Perform great. So um, sometimes it can be hard. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm listening. I'm doing a good job. Um, featherweight for one championship is 155 pounds. You are actually undefeated at that weight. You perform the best at that weight. When you get when you return to one championship, are you looking to face somebody in the top 15 automatically? Because I feel like you've earned that with with what you have accomplished already. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm gonna talk about it with my coaches. Um, of course, I like to have a fight and and, and build my way up. Of course, um, uh, I don't have anybody specific in mind. Um, but I'm going to talk that over my coaches and see what they think and, and with one championship. When you decide on an opponent, is it just is it you or, like you said, do you talk with your coaches or does your father get involved? How do you decide who you would fight next? Oh, you know what? Normally the matchmakers of whatever organization mm-hmm. it is, if it was a matchmaker for previous organization I fought for or for one championship, um, they bring the fighter, I guess, out there with her name for me to fight mm-hmm. and uh, I guess it goes through me and my coaches, and we kind of watch we watch film when it's time for me to fight him. That's that's all pretty much that goes down. Um, you do everything you can to prepare. So basically, you take any fight that they offer you. Well, you know what? I, that's that's pretty much uh, how it's how it's been for me. I don't think I've ever uh, turned down any fights, mm-hmm. and um, the fights I've gotten, I've 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 gone to watch footage of my coaches and just get ready for it. Yeah, because you know, like in MMA, in fighting in general, there's always accusations like, "Oh, this guy's turning down this fight," and and you know, right. I was offered this guy, but he didn't want to fight. You know, it always goes. That's just rumors. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Now you said watching fights. You know, you're gonna be entering the featherweight division. There's a lot of guys there. Um, with this time off, you know, in quarantine, and one championship having all of their fights online, which I love. Have you been watching some of the, the top guys, their fights, observing them? You know, I definitely have, yes. And I've been watching uh, the featherweights, of course, um, watching all their guys. There's nothing bad I can say about anybody. Everything, every one of those fighters is so skilled at every aspect of martial arts, whether it's the best kickboxers, the best Muay Thai fighters, some of the best jiu guys, whatever it might be. Um, they're all so skilled and world champions, so many world champions out there. So um, I've definitely been watching for sure and, and trying to learn and, and brush up on everybody. When everything gets back to normal and uh, one chapter is, of course, going to have an event at the end of this month, I, I believe on the 31st in, in Bangkok. But that's going to be straight Muay Thai and kickboxing, it seems. Uh, but the featherweight division, you know, what I mean, the champion is Martin Nguyen. He's most likely going to defend his belt against Tan Lee. How do you see that matchup, and who do you get? Who do you favor in that in that fight? That's a tough one. Um, it's it's hard to say. Martin Martin Nguyen is he's the champion. He's a great fighter. Um, you know he's got power in his hands from everybody says and from watching him watching him strike out there. It, it's it's a tough one to say. I need to watch some more footage of his opponent uh, to be able to make a an accurate accurate uh, I guess uh, what's it called? I'm trying to think of the word. Accurate analysis. I'm drawing a blank. Accurate what? Analysis. Yeah, analysis. Exactly, analysis. I had I had a, a brain brain pause there. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, next time I talk to you, I'm gonna ask you again. That uh, I'll bring All right, you back cool. up. All right. All right. Now, um, 
California, you know, they're opening up slowly. I actually talked with your sister a few days ago, and oh, she's cool. telling me she she just got back to training. She's are you going to be training with her at the training lab when it opens back up, or have you been training there? You know, the things out here right now, uh, nothing's been open. Um, I know I don't know what Colby said. Maybe she's training at her own dojo or something with yeah. Raymond, Daniels, her husband, getting some training in or something. But um, for me, I'm, I'm out here in LA right now. I I was I was in Texas for a few months with my brother and uh, got to train at Tenth Planet while I was there. But um, but uh, I'm not sure what what holds right now because all the Corona stuff. So not too sure exactly. When are you planning on going back to Alpha Male? Well, I've been I've been at Team Alpha Male for the past. I think for like past two and a half years, mm-hmm. um, the only time I've been away is actually uh, me healing up from my last fight. So um, hopefully I get back into training soon and, and, and can get back get back, get back into it. <laughs> yeah, because I've spoken with a, a few of your teammates and it seems like they're training, you know, for their fights in, in smaller groups. So I was just asking if maybe you might go up there and, and join them for, you know, but you don't have a fight. So I guess. Uh, right. Yeah, I know they had. I know they had the main parts of the gym closed, only open for uh, some of the fighters that actually have a fight schedule at the moment. All right, one more thing before I let you go, man. Uh, pet peeves. I want to know your pet peeves inside and outside the training room. Oh man, uh, inside the training room, I would say I guess if you set boundaries, say hey, we're doing, we're gonna have sparring, but we're not throwing this technique or this. Let's say like you and your opponent, um, you and your training partner goes over it because you have a fight maybe in four or five days from now and you're doing some light sparring, somebody gets hurt, but then someone does something totally different out of the ordinary that we talked about not doing, you get an injury or you get a cut or something happens. Um, definitely that could be a pet peeve because that could set you back where possibly you don't have a fight and that could be pretty annoying. <laughs> With your status in the MMA community, man, because you do have some hype behind you and, and you are a face that is out there that is known, do certain fighters that you might not know in the gym that come in and try to challenge you i guess because i've heard this happening a lot with uh the more known fighters yeah that's just that's just the environment um anybody that walks into a i guess mma gym or a kickboxing gym muay thai whatever it be you're coming into a gym from a different different place um you go in there you don't know somebody's skill set yet you don't know their attitude um their character or how they are so one one fighter gets hit one fighter gets taken down whatever it might be and the other fighter turns it up because I mean, nobody wants to get beat, not even training. So uh, I could definitely, definitely have had that happen several times. And um, just kind of how it is. You want to have respect for each other. But but um, same time, you're a fighter and, and things go down and you got to step it up sometimes. Do you enjoy that 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 competitive drive, that 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 fire that, that that's created in the training room? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it, it fuels you up. Sometimes you get the best training when people come in from somewhere else. So absolutely. All right, Sage, thank you so much for the time. Uh, heal up. You know, hopefully the scans and everything come back with uh, positive results, and then you could get back in there in, in the next couple of months. I feel like one championship's going to be rolling soon. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully they get um, the American fighters back over there. I know visas and stuff, hopefully it gets going pretty quick, and hopefully Corona heals up or goes away pretty fast. <laughs>